Welcome to the Queen Redeemed Podcast, where we get redeemed with the freedom of the great I am. I am your amazing host, Nikisa Nikki J. Jackson, God's servant first and always, wife, mother, and I do cool stuff like write books, speak, and advocate about HIV. My real superpower is faith. Welcome to a piece of my world, and let's get the show started. Welcome to episode four. I'm so excited to be here yet again. So um, I'm going to be so honest. This week has definitely been a pushing week for me. I have literally been on manna from heaven. I'm truly in a waiting season and I'm getting more comfortable with it, to be honest. I really have no control over results. When I had a job, I worked, I got paid. Now, it's like I market and let God do the rest. So even when I look at how many people listen to this podcast, sometimes it can feel um, a little discouraging, but I realized I couldn't do that. I honestly haven't even fully done my part and my patience. I just, I really need to expand my capacity to be able to wait through my business growing. It can be difficult not to go find a job, to be honest. I know that, I know what that did to me. And honestly, that was worse than what this is. So I was still, it's like when I had my job, I wasn't, I was still barely making it and I was stressed out. I just have to, um, turn my complaints into more gratitude I learned day by day that I have to focus on the truth and not what I see in front of me. So, um, yeah, so that's just kind of like how my week's been going. Um, but I did go to my safe place this week, which is church. Um, and it was, I, I got a breakthrough. Like, um, I used to think like you get breakthroughs like one time, two times, that's it. We get breakthroughs all the time and sometimes they're unexpected, um, but it felt good to let it out. I know that I'm not forgotten or forsaken. God has been providing for me day by day. So um, I hope that your week has really been good and um, just remember all is well and find something to be grateful for today. Find something to be grateful for. So yeah, that's what I've been going through this week. I hope that you guys have been having a wonderful week and we are going to get started with today's topic. So this week's topic is self-esteem. So what is self-esteem anyway? What is self-esteem to you? I just want you to think about what self-esteem is to you right now. For me, it's how you feel about yourself. Like, do you feel good about yourself? Do you feel bad about yourself? Like, that's what self-esteem is. And sometimes this is not like a topic I hear about that much in church or um, when I listen to different um, things that I use to speak, feed my spirit. I don't hear a lot of people talking specifically about self-esteem. Now, I do hear about remember who God says you are, encourage yourself, but never really self-esteem. And I realized, like, do we even really know what self-esteem is and how does that play out? with living your life for God. So what is self-esteem anyway? So according to dictionary.com, <laughs> self-esteem is the confidence in one's self or ability, self-respect. So confidence is what you're capable of doing. Let me repeat that. Confidence is what you are capable of doing. Sometimes we rate this as high or low. So if your confidence in yourself is zero, then it's severely low confidence in your ability. If it's high, you have a lot of conf confidence in your ability. So now we know, we know that we do all things through Christ that strengthens us. How much confidence do you even have in that statement? Think about that. He strengthened us to do stuff, but do 
but do we have what it takes to actually do it? How much confidence do you have in his ability to actually help you? Sometimes we forget that we are made in his image. So therefore we can do anything we set our minds to something that could stop us is not having enough self-esteem or confidence to do it. So in my experience, my self-esteem was shot because I took on the words of someone else and made them true for myself. The reasons I thought that I was so big all my life, and I mean like weight, like I always struggle with my weight. Um, but when I look back at pictures, I really wasn't as big as I thought I was. But I listened to what schoolmates would tell me. And I remember even asking somebody this strip, like, do you think um do I look fat or do I just look big bone? Like it was a big difference when I was back in school. Now, if you are from a newer generation than me, because now I realize that I'm 30. So I do have people who are like younger than me that may be listening to this. I went back to school and like I graduated high school in 2007. So we're talking about the 90s, early 2000s. This is before um, it was big campaigns about bullying and things like that. So um, so I thought I was big based off schoolmates or something negative a family member may have said. Um, another big thing I remember in elementary school was being picked last in sports activities and being one of the only people who, who couldn't do a tripod as tripod. Now, I don't know if y'all know what that is, but it's like some weird uh, gymnastics move that we used to have to do. And it was like a requirement. Why? I have no idea. But anyway, as a child, I interpreted this as I wasn't good enough. Um, also, I was always one of the last people picked in sports activity as well I may have already said that I'm sorry but um I interpret this as I wasn't good enough when the fact was I just had not learned how to do these things the truth is I'm not even into sports I had no desire or willpower to even do that I also dealt with being almost good enough for example I was in pep squad I was a cheerleader but I will always be the alternate or the one who wasn't picked for the solo part so sometimes I didn't even perform. Like I was on pep squad. I remember plenty of days of not performing. And uh, it may have been like fifth grade graduation. I wasn't in fifth grade and we performing. And I'm the one who can't actually get out there and perform. So um, so that was what I uh, had to deal with. So it was like I was good enough to make it, but not to be seen. That played out in so many ways. Um, when I was younger, I was either the secret girlfriend or the girl you only saw after school, that made me believe that I wasn't worthy of like real relationships. So I went for people who couldn't be seen with me, like older men. I never even desired to date any man, like, I'm sorry, boy at the time at my school. Like, um, and actually I would push them away. I remember, um, this guy, I'm not going to say his name because I actually still know him, <laughs> but I used to have a big crush on this guy. Right. And he tried to talk to me. And I thought he was playing a game on me. So I pushed him all the way. I was like, this man, he's too cute. He don't really want me. It's no way. He's like one of the finest boys in the school. It's no way that he really wants me. So I pushed him off. And I was like, he was just playing with me. But he really was like trying to talk to me and stuff. And he was serious. He was somebody who didn't care that he was attracted to bigger girls for our classes. We weren't that big in middle school. And we just felt like we were. But, um. He was attracted to me for real <laughs> and I just pushed him off because I was like, no, I can't, it can't, it can't be for real. So, um, my, my self-esteem was very shot, um, coming up through school. Actually, even it fell over into adulthood, but I know my roots started in elementary school. So, um, 
I'm being very, very transparent. So these things caused me to actually kind of lose my identity. And I let these determine my confidence and my own abilities to go after the things that I really wanted. I felt these things so I was treated this way. I let people take advantage of me, walk all over me because I had no confidence in my own ability. I didn't trust my own decisions. So I let somebody else speak for me. Yes, it's true things can affect how you feel about yourself, but they don't determine who you are. We allow so many things to determine our own self-esteem, men, lack, our friends, our family. The truth is we should be determining how comfortable we are in our own abilities. Um, so I want to uh, read a piece of my book, actually, because I actually talked about this in my book. And um, if you don't have it, my book is titled The Life After HIV, Removing the Mask. I'll leave the link if you're interested in reading it, because when I wrote this book, the intention was to just talk about um, my life living with HIV and things like that. But so many other things came out and I didn't even realize it until I looked at the topic um, that actually I had put uh, a piece of this in my book. So I am going to read it for you guys. So um, let me read this to you. Okay, so I'm reading from, I have a chapter in my book called Acceptance. So I'm just going to read a little bit of that. Um, I've always had a hard time with acceptance. So I always tried to change who I was to be accepted. I've always had a problem with my weight. I spent years trying to get rid of it. A few years ago, I lost 50 pounds only to get pregnant, miscarry, and then gain it all back. I felt like a failure because I was supposed to be old enough not to let distractions get in my way, but I did anyway. Before this, I spent years yo-yo dieting from the lemonade diet to the heart diet to the no-carb diet and the just exercise and eat crazy plan. Um, I've had a, I've had trainer after trainer and nothing seems to work. One day, I looked in the mirror and realized it's not the diets. It's me. I wanted to change so bad, but I didn't appreciate myself. I couldn't accept myself at that weight, so I knew I wouldn't accept myself at a smaller size. So reading that... Um, it just makes me realize that the thing that I was missing was an increase in my own self esteem. So, and, and confidence about myself. So before I go into how we can increase our self esteem and our confidence, I want to break down a couple of scriptures, a couple of scriptures with you. It's literally a couple it's two. Um, the first one is Joshua one and nine. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. If you don't know Joshua, definitely open your Bibles. Um, we always hear about Moses. He led the children out of Israel, the children of Israel out of Egypt, but he didn't actually take them to the promised land. He actually saw the promised land and he died. If you, if you go back to Exodus, but Joshua actually got them to the promised land. He was fearless. If God said destroy everybody, he did except Rahab. Of course, Rahab, I talk about her in episode one, Rahab helped him. Um, um, so the Lord is with you in everything. So do not be fooled. Okay. So don't be fooled by anything. Be strong and courageous. Don't be frightened or dismayed. You have to really believe that God is with you wherever you go. Just like explained in Joshua 1. Now he's with you wherever you go, whatever you do. So God is great. He's bigger than anything that's on this earth, anything you've ever seen, anything you've ever done. And he has great power and he gives us 
the power. Like he strengthened us so much so we can be fearless. We can have confidence in our own ability. We can have confidence to go after that job. We can have confidence to not settle for, for any old man that feel like they could present themselves to us. We can have confidence to say, no, that's not what I want. I want that. Okay. God give us that type of strength to do these things. Um, the next scripture I want to break down before I give you some tips is first Peter two and nine, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light. Um, and this is the English standard version, I believe of the Bible. If you're like, that's not exactly what my Bible says. Um, but we are called into his marvelous light. So no matter what you believed about yourself or what life has told you about yourself, God, God says, listen, God says you are so much more a royal priesthood, a holy nation. You are called for his own possession. God thinks you're special. God says you're special and who better than God to say that you are special. You could do so many things in the abilities that God gave you. He didn't put us here to be mere puppets. He gave us great abilities, but it will be hard when you have a hard time identifying who you are. God has so much more for you. You have to believe and have confidence that you can do this. You can do whatever God tells you that you can do. You can't let what people say or what you've been diagnosed with, what the doctors say. You can't let nobody determine who you are except God. And if God says this about me, I'm going to believe it because his track record is the best track record today. I ain't seen no better track record than God and Jesus. And I want to be real clear about who I'm talking about because I always... When I talk, I always talk about God, but I do believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. So I'm talking about the God, the Holy Trinity with the Holy Spirit and Jesus. That's the God that I'm referring to here on this podcast. So I want to make sure I'm clear. I don't even know. I didn't even have it in my notes. So I just want to make sure that I'm pleading the blood of Jesus. This is, this is what I'm talking about. But God has said so many things about you. So many great things. He ain't never told you you weren't good enough. He ain't never told you you were sloppy. He ain't never told you that you were second choice. He said you was the first choice. He said that you are great. He said he got plans to prosper you. He ain't never said he got plans to put you in a ditch. He ain't never said that. So I just want y'all to really feel this, feel this. And now those are two scriptures that, that, um, God led me to. I don't think I have another one. I don't. So, but you know, this, I do not like to leave people out there like, okay, she said, I need some more self-esteem. So what am I supposed to do? Nikki J, what am I supposed to do? So I do have some things for you. I have a couple steps for you to take and some things that you can try. And, um, always remember tag me on social media. You can DM me at Nikki J to offer. Tell me some of the things that you try. Um, shameless plug, share this out with your friends, you know, um, you know, screenshot, put it on your stories, girl, I'll tag you in my post. I'm not saying I got a billion followers, but Hey, <laughs> um, I just like to know that someone's listening and things like that. Um, step one, learn who God says you are. I gave you two scriptures that you can start. What does God say about you? A lot of people are like, I'm not sure what God says about me. I don't even know if I hear from God. Well, you can start with his word, the Bible, the book we rarely open to keep up with our Bible plans. Y'all know y'all be doing Bible plans and this thing, you know, it'd be three weeks before you go back. That thing. Why do you think so many people haven't read it? Just think about that. Why do you think so many people haven't read the Bible? It's not because you're lazy, because you finished the latest urban hood novel about Junebug and his hood wife. It's because it's an attack. We 
We perish from lack of knowledge. Now, if we perish from lack of knowledge and you don't open the Bible, you won't get knowledge. So as soon as you start, say, I'm going to read the Bible every day, distraction starts to happen. All of a sudden, your streak on the Bible, that you've been getting on every day to read the word of the day, all of a sudden, your streak down. You ain't been on in seven days. All of a sudden, you're missing three days a week. Um, it's because it's something in there for you. It's something in there for you. I encourage you to start there. Maybe even try a Bible plan. If you haven't tried a Bible plan, start with a Bible plan. So, um, download the Bible app. There are several devotionals to use. There are several devotionals that talk about everything, love, self-esteem, self-worth, Whatever you need to get it. So maybe you you don't want to start like, oh, okay, reading the whole Bible, that's too much. I ain't never opened a thing. Start with a devotional. It gives you some scriptures. And then you can read the four chapters when they give you the scriptures. And guess what? They'll read it to you. Faith comes by hearing. So listen to it. Put it in your ear like you do your music. Um, so that's my first, that's my first um tip. Learn who God says you are. Okay? And don't just I'll get to that. Learn who God says you are. Step two, build your faith. Faith is something you can't see. It's a belief that God will do what he says he will do. Building up your faith will outpour into your confidence, which outpours into self-esteem. I talked about faith in the first two episodes. I mean, the first episode was about fear, to be honest, but faith kind of snuck in there. And then the second episode was all about faith. I do scriptures and everything. So please go listen about building your faith um, because as you build your faith, you will start to see an increase in your confidence. Because I'm going to tell you from personal experience, when I had no faith, I had no confidence. When I didn't believe that God could get me out of my situation of living with HIV or having miscarriages, I had no confidence. I have so much confidence that I'm going to have babies. Like my confidence is so high that I'm going to have children that I think I'm going to have like four or five of them. I'm 30 years old. All three of my pregnancies have ended in miscarriage. All three of them. But my confidence in God's ability, which pours out on me, um, has increased my faith. It has increased how I do things. Like my confidence is so high. Like every week I show up and do this podcast. I don't care if one person listens. Like sometimes I do. Now I have my moments and it's okay to have a moment. I just want to say that it's okay to have a moment, but you got to pick back up and bounce back and get to it. And step three is application it does you no service if you ain't gonna apply it apply your new beliefs to your life for example if yourself if if your self-esteem has you knowing the type of job you need then go after it don't settle for anything less um if God says start the business, do it. Podcast, do it. Write the book, do it. Take some of those words that God uses to describe you and make declarations and positive affirmations. Put them up, say, say them, walk in it, write prayers, read them every day. Stop sleeping on yourself like this. And, and I'm talking to myself too. I'm not just talking to you. I'm, I'm talking to myself too, because I do slip back. Like I said, this week, has been a pushing week for me. But today I got my mind together. And another thing that I didn't actually put in my notes, I just felt this in my spirit. Start fasting. Let social media go for a day or two. Like really get your mind together. Okay. So then other people, what other people are doing won't, won't bother you. What other people are saying, when people say you can't do that, it'll make you want to go do it. You know, you really have to increase your self-esteem, okay? We're not kids anymore. We're not um, 
Oh, Lord. We're not children anymore. We have to grow and glow in God. Okay. So you really have to try this. Okay. Some other things you might want to consider are writing a letter to yourself and positive thinking. We really have to have more confidence to do the work of our father and do it properly. When we don't have a higher level of self-esteem, we will be taken out in the first round every single time. When one door closes, or one person tell us no to our business, we will just stop instead of keep on pushing. So go through these scriptures and start increasing your self-esteem. So I want y'all to really, really feel that. So go back, go over those scriptures, start doing some positive affirmations, make you some declarations, record on your phone, get the Bible app. Just start doing something step by step. You'll start to see an increase in confidence. Um, I'm going to tell you a short story. In January... Um, I started to see myself more confident. Um, and how, how it came out to me was I was in heels and in a dress. It's like, I could literally see myself walking and, um, you know, me in heels, that's been my, that's been like my issue. Like I'd be like, no, I found out I'm flat footed. So if you know some ideas about how I can handle that with some heels, great. But, um, <laughs> I used to be really not confident enough to walk in them. And I tell you, this winter, I killed boots with heels on it. Um, every time I have to do a speaking engagement or when I was on TV recently, um, I put on some heels. And girl, can I walk in heels? But I said, I'm doing this. It might hurt my feet, but I want to be cute. I want to have confidence. So um, God showing me myself like that, it led me to believe that I was going to get an increase in my confidence. And I can honestly say that my confidence from January 1 to today was June 19th, Ugh, completely different ball game. So yes, guys, we have to get an increase in self-esteem, which is an uh, increase in confidence of your ability, confidence in your own ability. Because when you have a high confidence in your own, in your abilities, um, which remember this, this is strengthened through God. When you have confidence in that, you will do more, you'll go after more and you will be, you will surprise yourself. Okay. You will surprise yourself. So, um, I'm gonna get to our words of wisdom, but a first, first, you know, gotta pay some bills. So after the message, you will hear words of wisdom. Okay. This words of wisdom today is called dearest. And, um, I wrote this spoken word in the form of a letter to myself. Maybe, um, it'll give you an example of what you could do to write a letter to yourself. Okay. Dearest yesterday. I noticed you sat and stared at the computer. You couldn't focus. You couldn't move. Now, I would ask you why, but I am you, so I know already. You started looking at numbers. You started staring at profiles and wondering why. Why you haven't made it. Why you haven't made 10K in a month. Why you couldn't handle your job anymore. Why you got to be so depressed. The truth is, you don't know what's behind the smile. You don't even realize those same people look at your profile. They see you. They see you. They see your book and think, wow, if only I could be as strong as that child. They wonder how you can stand and say loud. I am living with HIV and have lost every child. Women like you, they tend to hide. So don't be down and stop idolizing. God is doing a new thing and I hope you are ready for the ride. Snap, snap, snap. I hope that you guys like that. And um, I hope that you guys uh, could kind of get an example. This was, this was a very short one, 
but it was to the point. So um, I hope you like that words of wisdom. I hope it gives you some encouragement throughout the week. So here we are. This is my question and answer section, which I don't have any questions yet. So we're going to fill it with song and scripture. So the song of the week is here by Tasha Cops. This week I was listening to this song and it ministered to my soul. So please go look up that song and let it minister to you. And my scripture is the song of Solomon 4 and 7. You are altogether beautiful. My darling, there is no flaw in you. Mm, there is no flaw in you. So, um, yeah, so that's my scripture and song of the week. Um, so I want you guys to save the day, October 4th through the 6th in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm hosting a three-day sister story weekend. So on Friday, it'll be a private meet and greet. Um, it's not going to be, it's going to be limited tickets for Friday because I want to be able to give you a nice VIP treatment with bags and also with some great food. And I want to be able to talk to you, let you get your, take, take pictures and, um, we'll do some interactive activities and things like that. Um, now this is kind of the lunch of my nonprofit organization, which is a nice space. So you'll learn more about a nice space over the weekend. Um, and it's all about building sisterhood. I believe that we all are connected in some way. We all been through different things. And this is why it's called sister story circle weekend. So, um, yeah, so this weekend will be great. So Friday will be like a meet and greet private kind of thing. And then that Saturday, it'll actually be, I'm going to get some women to share their different stories. And then we'll also have an opportunity to teach you how to, to formulate your own stories. And if you want to present, you can, um, it'll be very creative. I promise it's something you have never seen before. Okay. And then on October the 6th, I'm going to do a paint party. Like I have been trying to do a paint party with some wonderful young ladies for the longest time. I hope that maybe you could be one of those wonderful young ladies. If you're in Atlanta, or if you can get to Atlanta, um, so yeah, we're going to just have a good time and relax. It'll be after church hours. So don't worry because I go to church. So it'll start around four and around seven, eight o'clock. Um, and it's just going to be a good time and we're going to fellowship, have some music, have some snacks and things like that. So when you get your tickets, you don't have to worry about food at the event. It'll include food. I am getting sponsorship. So right now I'm, um, you'll get more updates beginning of July. I just want to get the date so y'all can get your mind together. Um, so how it's set up is you pay for the whole weekend, which you'll get Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or you can come Saturday or Sunday. So unfortunately, um, if you want, it's, it's as of right now, there's no way for you just to come on Friday. That's just how I have it set up because I want to be able to pour into you and I want people who want to come for the whole weekend. So we're just, you know, and I'm going to pour into everybody, but on Saturday it's going to be hectic. So my advice, if you can't come all three days, Please stop by Saturday and then, you know, make sure you come Sunday because Sunday it'd be another chance, but it'd be more people than on Friday. So, um, yeah, so I'll be selling tickets set up like that. I am trying to get it sponsored. I am getting it sponsored. I'm going to speak that I'm getting some stuff sponsored. So, um, um, when I release ticket prices, okay, it will be a price to come and things like that. But um, it just it just varies on how much I can get sponsored. I am trying to get some sponsored tickets um, and things like that. So and also I'll be look, putting out a call for speakers and call for vendors, giveaway bag sponsors and things like that. And it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. God will be there. The Holy Spirit will be there. I hope that you guys consider coming um, and things like that. 
Um, remember, I'm here every Wednesday. Today, this one coming out kind of late, but um, so maybe you'll hear this Thursday, but I am recording on Wednesday. Just depends on how long it takes to update to every platform. Um, make sure you subscribe, download, tell your friends. Um, if you want positive affirmations, bit.ly slash Nikki J Affirms. And also, I did my first freedom call last week. Oh my God. It was amazing. It was amazing. Like the, the message he poured into me. I don't think I've ever heard God so clearly. Like he broke down the scripture so good to me. Like I literally went back and checked my work. Like <laughs> I really got in there. Like, let me see. No, I, I, this, this not what this is about. And it really was. So I just know that I'm growing in God and I'm using these muscles he gave me. So please, if you want to get on these calls there once a month, we'll have another one in July. bit.ly slash monthly freedom. So yes, the first call was amazing. Um, so yeah, so thank you guys for checking out the show. Follow me on all social media platforms at Nikki J the author. So I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, and I just fixed my LinkedIn account. I'm, I'm learning about LinkedIn. I've been had one since who knows, but I'm just not really utilizing it. I'm also on Periscope. I'm also on Periscope. I'm going to be going live there on Friday. So yeah, so I would love to see you guys in October and you know, hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, one of those in my email. So if you sign up for the affirmations or the freedom calls, you're on my email list. So you'll have my email address. You can hit me up. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for listening and y'all have a great day.